It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and WWE superstar AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? Welcome in to episode number 34 of Jobbing Out. 34, gentlemen. Anyone? Anyone at all? No idea. The mm. number of people competing across SummerSlam and NXT this weekend. Okay, and that's not a bad guess. I can't tell you that you're wrong. Uh, I can't tell you that you're right for sure. Uh, Brandon, 34. Anybody? Anybody got a guess? Um, I got nothing. All right, very good, dynamite. Uh, it's not that hard, guys. It's the thirty fourth SummerSlam. Literally the easiest one I've ever oh. given you. Oh. The <laughs> easiest one I've ever given, and that was a big over three. Glenn Clark, Brandon Linden, Aaron Oster, and of course, the main event. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A.K.A. Frank, A.K.A. Who hotter than Top Dollar? Not, not. That's our guy. He's back this week to make SummerSlam picks. But of course, before we do that, we teased this a few weeks ago. The competition, SummerSlam week. AJ was going to be the judge. Are you guys ready? It's oh, time you didn't to me deliver this. your site. Oh, what's that? You didn't prepare yours. No? You're not ready to go? You're not ready to deliver your cipher? Well, Aaron, you, of course, being someone who cares about the show, the integrity of this show, I'm sure you're ready to go with your cipher, right? Sure. All right. Here, here we go. You want me to drop? Right. All right, here's so here's the problem. Is the beat going to... is With the delay, is I the tell beat going to match can my provide your, no You beat. can provide your own beat, acapella. Aaron. You can provide acapella. your... You know what? Fine. You know what? I'll just do this acapella. Screw it. Here we go. <clears throat> In the words of the immortal prophet... B rabbit, <laughs> fuck a beat. I'll go acapella. That's right. Mom, it's this, this just a quick quickie here. All uh -huh. right, mm -hmm. you call me the worst because I'm the only one with the brain. So now it's my turn, and I'm bringing the pain. I'm not sure how hating on AEW became Glenn's life. Only explanation is Cody Rhodes must have fucked his wife. But before <laughs> that, he was always a tool. Remember when he said Saudi propaganda was cool? We know you steal everything, jokes and more. You're slick, but hating on fans was AJ's thing. You should get off of his dick. I had a lot for Brandon that would make him look like an ass, but he hooked us up for SummerSlam, so he gets a pass. It just had a hell of a year. I can't hate, son, but I liked your catchphrase better when it came from Canyon. Wait, how do I end this thing before my internet has a glitch? Wait, I know. This is wrestling. All y'all are bitch. All right. All right. All right. I didn't see that coming. All right. That's not bad. That's not bad. You got to declare a winner, though, AJ. Now, now you got a lot of choices. I want you to keep in mind. There's recency bias from what Aaron just gave you. All right, well then, do do yours again. Do yours again. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> I'm not going back and reliving that. I don't have it in front of me. I don't have it in front of me. There's wait, wait, wait. I forgot the part where you didn't have to do it again. Why would I have to yeah. do it again? I delivered the greatest rap performance in the history of any of us on Jobbing Out. Well, Brandon, Why would I ever? That's not true, Brandon. It's your turn. Yeah, I don't have one. I didn't. Oh, I, 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 oh! I believe freestyle. It. 
I believe that was a line in mine, if I remember correctly. Freestyle. Okay, God. I oh, believe, this is gonna be I, I believe I said, I bet you're feeling like a jerk because you're like me in middle school. You forgot about the homework. I believe oh, that was a line that I dropped in mind. You're trying to lose right now, Glenn, is what you're doing. You're trying to lose. Why am I trying to lose? Because you, you just, you just, that was just terrible. That was oh, awful. What the, you know what? <laughs> I don't know if you remember. I delivered the greatest performance in the history of rap music. Who are the five greatest rappers of all time? Dylon, 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 and your boy. That's, <laughs> that's a I was going to drop something like that in my head. That was a known fact. Well, way to fail, Brandon. Way to fail. Sorry. Way to, way to work, suck. Dude, work was insane this week. Oh, I'm sure that's this. what it was. I'm sure it was because you're the only one that has a job. I'm well, sure that's because we're fighting with anti-vaxxer, anti-COVID yeah, denier yeah, none of the, motherfuckers. None of the rest week. of us have any problems in our life. It's just <sighs> you. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. As the judge of the 2021 jobbing out, also, I'm not cipher. sure. I'm not even really sure why it is that AJ gets to be the judge. I'm pretty sure we were both. Because I'm better. the only one who's ever. I, actually I think. Been I think Aaron and I. And I think board. Aaron and I were the the better rappers. Frankly, I think. Clearly, I don't, I don't believe that to be true. You know who the best, the best rapper in here? Here's an answer. Probably the only guy that ever beat cancer. What? <laughs> what? Oh! Are, are you saying we're so white that, that we gave a negative what? rap? <laughs> By not rapping, he was better than our performance. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I was no, but I have to pick between Glenn and Aaron. Uh, give me a drum roll, Brandon, please. Aaron O'Sullivan. Oh, get the hell out of here. Get the and hell out of here. I would be lying to you if I said I saw that coming. I mean, there is that did that did come out of nowhere. Mine came out of nowhere too, you jerk. Mine came yeah, out of no, nowhere. No, no, no. I didn't mean no, I mean Aaron winning. Oh, I still don't <laughs> think he actually won. I think that's bogus. I think that's well, a lie. The problem is you didn't do yours again, and Wait, I couldn't really. Nobody judge said you. it. I already did it. I delivered the greatest performance in the history of performances. What? Imagine, imagine. Hey, we're not talking a month ago. Imagine trying now. to improve upon perfection. Hey, imagine. Hey, past. By the way, Mr. Prepared also could have just pulled the audio. Ima and he didn't yeah, do that yeah. either. I didn't think I needed to. I was pretty sure that I had already delivered. Imagine. You're so if, prepared. Imagine if Jay-Z delivered reasonable doubt and somebody walked in like, yeah, but you need to do it again. You know, well, like I'm it was okay. Reasonable doubt was given three Three mics by the source magazine. So <laughs> the dumbest clearly, thing. it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. People in my who get life. paid to write about publications don't know what the hell. A lot about. like the judges on this show, they don't know what they're talking. <laughs> about. <laughs> God, that's unbelievable. I mean, he it's had okay. like it's he had like two. I rhymed contrarian and octogenarian. There's nothing. There's nothing more embarrassing than losing a if rap I, battle. If I lost, to Aaron. if I lost, <laughs> I would lose with dignity. I didn't lose. I demand a recount. I want to see about the votes in Arizona. I'm pretty sure we're going to find some stuff in Pennsylvania. I think there were a lot of dead people who were voting in Wisconsin, and we're going to see it in court. We're going to stop, stop the steal. It's a new hashtag stop I just it. came up with. Stop the steal. Ten matches on the card. Um, uh, by the way, do you want to say anything? We want to you want to say? Uh, you know, you guys 
I, I mean, I can't believe you really let Swerve walk out in the alley like that by himself, man. Hey, like, man. Yeah, I come got, on, dude. Come on. I got a lot of, I got a lot of questions. This is the most dangerous parking lot in the history of parking lots. Sometimes grown men want to make bad decisions, and you got to let them. <laughs> yeah, like picking Aaron to win a rap battle. Oh, All right. Like you rapping in general. Oh. <laughs> Ten matches on the card for SummerSlam. Let's make our picks. By, by the way, the, the longer this goes, the smarter I look for not doing this at all. Uh, it's the dumbest thing that I've ever heard. <laughs> all right. Uh, Ten matches. Let's get to them. Number one for the Raw Women's Championship, a triple threat match. Nikki Ash, or Nikki A-S-H, I'm sorry. Uh, Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley, as always, who should win, who will win. AJ, we begin with you. First, I want you guys to watch my dog chase his paw because he doesn't have a tail to chase. Oh. 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 I genuinely kind of feel bad for him right now. You <laughs> shouldn't. He's an asshole sometimes. Um, let's see. Honestly, should be Charlotte Flair. Uh, Charlotte is the women's division. That's become more and more obvious I don't, over the I, last few months. Now, did you just, that's something that you just came up with? Like, you, yeah. Now you're, you're a Charlotte Flair fan now? Like yeah. That's, no, a new town Charlotte that's Flair. That's weird. Fan. That's a really weird bit for you. Um, but I think <laughs> the reason it's a triple threat is to keep the title on Nikki. I think that makes sense. Um, I think Nikki pinned Charlotte already. So this will be your chance to. Pin Rhea and then head on into the sunset and fight somebody else. I am. Um, so I'm going to pick Nikki A.S.H. Also, what town were they in the other day? Were they booed Nikki A.S.H.? Was it Houston? No. No, they were like in. Um, oh, God. Where the hell San were Antonio. they? They were in San Diego, weren't they? Weren't they in San, San Di Diego? San Diego. I think they were in San Either Diego. Either way, throw the whole town away. I mean, it's a pretty great city, though. <laughs> like, Throw it's a pretty wonderful place. How can you boo Nikki Ash? Like, this you is, have this, no soul? Aaron, or, or AJ, I figured out this is like a new internet asshole storyline now that they are all telling each other to boo Nikki at the shows. It's like a big, like, the, it's like big for them to say, well, at the show, Nikki was getting booed so much. Like, that's what, that's like the thing that they're trying to push, which is, just proves how awful wrestling fans are. Well, I've always said that. I don't know why AJ's always fought me about that <laughs> over the years. It's really, really quite dumb of him to uh, not agree with me about that particular statement. Um, I'm torn on this. I Look, I do think that Charlotte Flair should... I'm going to take that back. I think Rhea Ripley should win this. I think Rhea Ripley should win, and I think Rhea Ripley should get a run. Like, I think that she should get a better part of the fall type of run. But um, I think that there is, in case of emergency, break glass, and that glass is Charlotte Flair, and so I think Charlotte Flair will win. I, I hear you on, like, why do the triple threat if you're not going to have Nikki win, but I just how long are we going to keep doing that? I think the answer is Charlotte Flair. I think everybody in the division has to be chasing Charlotte Flair. I think that's the way that it works. Yeah, I said it two weeks ago that if the, the Nikki thing was going to be a thing, she needs to get a decisive win here. Um, so if it's Nikki, it should be a decisive one. I just don't know with this character, with the way they're using her, if that's the best thing for the women's division going forward. I mean, if, if they kind of committed to making a little change, I'd be okay with it. Um, I'm with Glenn that I would really like to see a real, like a, a real run that's not weird. And going I don't back think it's going to be, 
I, the reason I don't think it's going to be Rhea is what's the next big major pay per view? Survivor Series. So Rhea versus uh, Bianca screams WrestleMania to me, not Survivor Series. Bianca versus Charlotte. Okay, yeah, and, and that's what I was gonna say. I I was I was saying should, and but though now maybe you're making me say. Maybe should be Charlotte. Either way, I think it will be you Charlotte. Think, I, why, why is Rhea Bianca more WrestleMania than Charlotte Bianca would be? It's not more WrestleMania. It's just they're the two new young guns. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, like, they're both com- supposed to be getting ready to go into their prime, you know? So, like, this is their run. Okay. This is their, they're, the, they're the new young guns. They're the two new young hot. Yeah. Hot stars in the women's division. Right. Uh, I mean, sh- let me be abundantly clear. Charlotte versus anybody is WrestleMania. Aye, right. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. You're not wrong about that. Brandon? Anyways, I, I, oh. I think we'll be Charlotte. Just right. to, yeah. So, uh, I think I think there's been some nuance going on with the Nikki character that maybe we're all ignoring a little bit, where is they're, they're sort of teasing something else in there where she I gets thought about that where she like when does she become actually a superhero instead of almost a superhero yeah and and there's like the part where you know the backstage she's doing like the she's doing the the promos are very um motivational speaker kind of like i'm the bigger person and I, you know and i and i believe in myself and because i believe in myself and i'm pumping myself up but then in the moments of failure or a bully or whatever she starts to get mean and there's those little bursts of like her getting mean and like hitting people with chairs and things like that i think there's more to this than we've seen so far and so for that reason i mean and the fact that it's a triple threat and this is was booked the whole time for nikki to win in my opinion so i think nikki should win if we're going to continue with whatever this is and i think she will win i think there's other places uh, and other opponents for those other two people coming, um, and potentially other shows that they'll be on. Okay. So. All right. All right. Very good. Next on the card, as we continue making our SummerSlam picks, um, we'll go with the SmackDown Tag Team Championship: The Usos against the Mysterios. Um, I'm first here, and I don't want to be first <laughs> on this one because I don't know. I really don't, and I don't know either way. Like, I don't know who I think should win. I don't know who I think will win. I think if we just default to the Usos are the story, then sure, they'll they'll win. But but the Usos are the story could also be why they yeah, lose. Yeah, you know? right. It could be any yeah. of these things. It could be any of these things. Uh, I'm just not going to overthink it. Uh, I, the should part, I, the should is either one of them. Everything great here is great. Um, the will, I'll just stick with the Usos. Yeah, I mean, the question is when we're putting the divide back between the bloodline. Is is it coming up right now or is it down the road? And that really determines where this is. If this is, all right, the fall, we want to start, you know, going back to the the Usos versus Roman or however, you know, not necessarily directly that, but you want to start putting the divide, you have the Usos drop it. If you don't want that to be the story, you have the Usos retain. Um. I think it's more interesting when you had the, you know, not necessarily the full divide, but at least some questions between the Usos and Roman. So I will say they should drop it here, but I think they will retain. All right, Brandon. Yeah, Usos should and will. I I think there's more, at least currently, 
there's more value in them having the belts for now. And eventually there'll be value in them losing them in the storyline. I just don't, I don't see that currently. I think we, we need some more time for that to develop. So I'm going to say they, they should and will win. AJ? Ooh, so All right, make it simple. <laughs> make it nice and simple. Down since. All right. Down since. Next on the list for the United States Championship, Sheamus and Damian Priest. Aaron. Hmm. Sheamus has had a good run. Like, we, we got to talk. Say, Sheamus has had a really good run. He's had a great run. <laughs> He's had a great. At the same time, I think, especially with you know the time off he had, with some of the weirdness around the big, big matches he has had, Damian Priest could really use that undisputed standing in the middle of the ring, nothing else going on, I'm the guy coming out of this match moment. So I'm going to say should and will Damian Priest here. All right. All right, Brandon. I, I think this is a really interesting match because I think you could make the argument that there's a lot of value in either one of these guys coming out of this as the United States champion. Aaron made a good point. The Sheamus run has been great, and the Sheamus run could continue and could continue to be great. I don't think that's what's happening here. I think this is the obvious. We need something for Damian Priest. We couldn't really figure it out for a minute, but now we figured it out. So this is the perfect opportunity to give him a moment and a belt and see if they can you know, make something out of it. I, I don't know how much faith I have that they will. Uh, have a long-term, you know, support for him. But, we'll, you know, we'll see how that goes. But uh, should Damian Priest, will Damian Priest? Um, I, Look, oh, it's AJ, sorry. Yeah, my bad, my bad. It should be Damian Priest, but what I think is actually going to happen, because if you really pay attention to this feud, Damian Priest has been, he's he's going at the United States title versus Sheamus, but really he's been feuding with The Miz and John Morrison. That's true, that's true. So one way to get him out of that and get him solely focused on Sheamus is to have Sheamus retain here by cheating, which extends the feud, gives him more time to build the feud and more matches. So I'm going to say Damon Priest should win, but Sheamus will win by cheating and thus extending the feud. So I got it's interesting, right, that like, the Miz and John Morrison, they're not currently on this card um, in any way, right? And we know there's not going to be a SummerSlam without the Miz and John Morrison being involved. So what does that look like? Like, I don't see there being some sort of union between them and Sheamus. I don't really get what the point would be. I know that we're teasing, like, dissension, but what would the point be of splitting up the Miz and John Morrison be at this point? Like, what does that do for for anybody involved? So I don't know what the answer is to that. I definitely agree with everyone that it should be Damian Priest. The only thing I'll push back on is the idea that it needs to be. Like, Damian Priest has looked like a million dollars. You know, I get it. Like, he hasn't. He hasn't had huge matches, but I think he's still going to look like he does and perform like he does no matter what happens. I don't think it's the end of the world to him if, for whatever reason, he doesn't win this match. Um, but who will it be? I I think they need to flush out exactly where they're going with the Miz and Morrison thing here. So I'm probably going to end up leaning with AJ and say that Sheamus is going to have the belt coming out of this, and this is going to continue as well. So I will be on board with that. 
for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. Brandon. I mean, I think the ob- you know the sticker answer would be you know the 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 not let's not think about it too hard answer would be that Bianca should retain and continue to go and be featured and um but you could also make the argument that the brand change is coming or the brand shakeup is coming and you could make an argument for someone could lose a belt but th- get thrown into another title picture very quickly i still think it feels like they really want her to be synonymous with SmackDown, even with that looming, because of all the way that they promote the show and the way they promoted her. I feel like this is Bianca retaining, I'm going to say, should and will. Okay. AJ? Um, Bianca beat Sasha, in my opinion, the greatest women's wrestling match of all time at WrestleMania this year. Um... And now, sir, you know, when when you beat a champ for a title, you know, the champ gets their rematch. And then if, you gr- if you're going to be a good champion, you retain in that rematch and then move on to somebody else. Well, the only difference here is that the match was so good and so big at WrestleMania that they had to find a way to make it stretch out to SummerSlam. Uh, I still think that the plan is the same. I don't think that – I genuinely don't think anybody should take the belt off Bianca – anytime soon like i think that bianca is at a point right now where she's the unquestioned best performer of the past year um i think every single match that she's had has been an absolute banger and when she's been in there with people like sasha it's been iconic you know because sasha is one of the best to ever do it as well um i think that there's still a lot more for bianca belair to do with the title. And so I think it should and will be Bianca, but I I would not be surprised at all if you know Sasha gets drafted to Raw. Um and Sasha and Charlotte run that that feud back one more game, you know. Would anybody have a problem with seeing? No, not in Sasha any world. And Charlotte go like, six straight months of course not. over oh my title God. Oh my God, what? of course not. Of course not. And AJ, this is the part that's weird for me, and this is one thing I like about with like a mix-up coming and with the draft and with us not knowing. I'm kind of okay with results outside of a couple of matches on this card. <laughs> I'm kind of okay with any results, right? Like, and I love Bianca, but I'm also not going to be all that mad. If this is the trade-off, right? Like, we have Bianca look like a million dollars, and then we come back and we get Sasha real hot by having her win another banger of a match at SummerSlam, and then they all work together for a little bit while longer. Like, you're telling me that's a bad thing? And that ultimately, uh, you know, Bianca comes out on top of that? Um, Like, you let her chase a little bit more uh, in the fall? Like, all of that sounds good to me. I'm kind of, again, good with anything in this because I think these performers are so good. That being said, I probably subscribe to the same theory. They're all in on Bianca. They're riding this train with Bianca, and why wouldn't they be? So I'll I'll stick with Bianca as well as being who will win the match. 
to me, the argument for Sasha winning is that you specifically want to see Bianca chase with fans in the stands. It's not something we got to see, got to see in the lead up to WrestleMania for obvious reasons. There were no fans. So we just kind of lost out on that moment. That be, so that, that would be the reason to have Sasha win. I don't think that's a good enough reason to take the belt off of Bianca right now. So I'm going to say should and will Bianca. All right. Uh, next on the list. Uh, can we talk about that front flip over the table? I mean, <laughs> yes, we can. It Holy was awesome. <laughs> what else is there to say? The end. It, it was awesome. Oh, man, like, you ain't wrong about that. Drew McIntyre, Jinder Mahal with uh, Veer and Shanky banned from ringside AJ. Um, I mean, I I feel like the whole point of this was to, to get Drew McIntyre back hot. There's not really... <laughs> What are, we, really what are we laughing about? Are we laughing about, what he, are we laughing about AJ eating? Is that is that what we're laughing about? What are we laughing about? We're laughing about Drew McIntyre's going to win. Oh, okay. yeah. Right. <laughs> this should have been Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal in this match. Glenn, this should have been the and, one, and two, three, all, four all together. I, I think, oh, here's the here's only the thing. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that because I'm going to say something I here. Know, I know. I'm going to say fact, something too. I know for a fact that – well, not for a fact, but I think – you know, Veer and Shanky being banned from ringside, I don't think that's going to matter because this could be a situation. How, imagine this. This is me fantasy booking, right? I know do you remember. Say. Do you remember how Jinder Mahal won a specific match? We just talked about this last yeah, we week. Did. We did. Now, you're going to have great colleague come out. <laughs> yeah. Jinder. Yeah. Well, hold up, though. Hold up, though. Guess who comes out to help Drew McIntyre? Heath Slater? Oh Heath Slater! <laughs> yeah. I mean... And then, the, wait, and then the great Kali turns on. on Jinder Mahal. But hang on, wasn't Heath Slater... And then they help him. Wasn't Heath Slater one of the many people that said that Drew McIntyre was a terrible friend? <laughs> We're supposed to forget that, though. We're supposed to cheer for Drew. One of the hundreds upon hundreds of people that has said that Drew McIntyre is an awful friend? Like, what a weird bit. Here's the only My favorite to... thing about wrestling yeah. is that is that the guy who physically assaulted someone with a chair yes. and then threatened to kill them with a sword. Yes, that's yes, the face. Is, that's the guy. He's the good guy. We've been yes. talking about this for weeks. And, <laughs> and, and, and I want to go almost. a step beyond that. Can we acknowledge that the only way that this is really interesting is if Jinder Mahal wins? Of course. The like, only reason yeah. this is good hey, is if Jinder wins hey, and you split them up. Hey, but, hey, AJ. He also kicked a destitute asking for money in the face. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're hey, a hero. Do you guys, do you guys, you, you, you guys know what they, uh, what they're calling Baron Corbin's new character? Oh happy, no! What? Sad Corbin or so? It was like happy or no. sad was the trademark. No, no, the Lone Wolf. The. Oh boy. Oh boy. You pick you pick me to lose the rap battle. I just wanna The Lone That's why I lost. Wolf. That's why he comes around every time and asks people for some bread. Oh, oh god. <laughs> He's alone, bro. He's Stop a lone it. Wolf. Stop it. <laughs> All right. He's alone, bro. You know what? I can't believe I can't believe I'm about to say this. 
what you just did was very David Letterman like. The joke at first sucked, yeah, and by continuing it, 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 to drive it in, you made it hilarious. <laughs> well, also it's hilarious because we can see him. Yeah, it's awesome. The lone yeah, awesome. wolf. Like you get it because it's the lone wolf. Um, the only way that this is interesting, the only way at all that this is an interesting match is if Jinder Mahal wins. Jinder Mahal should win this match. 100% yeah. Jinder Mahal should win this match. And, of course, Drew McIntyre's winning, and we can just we can get to that part. We can say it a million times. Go ahead. Just say it. Just say it. Yes. Yes. Should Jinder, will Drew, and it's not close. Yes. All right. But uh, there's one val- – so the, the best value to Jinder Mahal winning would be that then he could come back and ruin – Raw the way he ruined SmackDown, right, Aaron? No, that's right. Remember, he ruined it. <laughs> yeah. Literally ended. Aaron did say that Jinder SmackDown ruined SmackDown. Since then, they signed you a pick, billion dollar contract. You pick, you Fox, pick so. that doofus's frozen face to be your rap battle winner. <laughs> I just wanna, I just wanna <laughs> remind everyone. Right oh damn! Please get it because I, I. <laughs> so stupid. All right. I don't know if it. Hey, oh, there back. he is. He's there back. he is. He's back again. I think he might already be frozen again. He's like fucking Elsa. <laughs> He's going to go build a snowman. <laughs> the Raw. The Raw Tag Team Championship. It's AJ Styles and Omos against uh, RK Bro, Randy Orton, and Riddle. Uh, oh, shit. This is me. Um. By the way, this is the co-main event, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean the way that they've been treating it, no doubt. Like he's been in the main event segment. They've been in the main event segments. Um, I should win. Randy Orton and Riddle will win. That's the only part that's interesting to me, like how invested they are in RK Bro moving forward, and I just don't know. <laughs> I, oh, hang on a second. Do I need to check my phone? <laughs> By the way, imagine AJ telling telling your friends I hang out with these guys. Like imagine showing this picture to your boys and then be like, "Hey, what'd you do this afternoon?" And they're like, "These guys trying not to die." Wow, that face. And then and then yeah. I'm apparently a ghost. <laughs> like I'm apparently Bitch okay. a ghost. Okay. Alright. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. It's, it's 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 just a question as to whether RK Bro was a bit for SummerSlam or something they're invested in moving forward. That's the only question that I have moving forward. I'll say shouldn't will RK Bro because they, they they should be invested. They should stay invested in this for a little bit longer. Aaron Yeah, I'm going Yep, can you hear me? Yeah, Am I good? yeah, you're back. awesome. Sweet, awesome. Anyways, yeah, I'm kind of with you in that I, I don't know exactly what the plan is here. I would be a little more convinced that it was going to be a one-time thing if we had seen the pose. We didn't get the pose we've been wanting for three months now with Orton doing his pose, Riddle down on his knee doing his pose. We have to get that picture at some point. So I'm kind of convinced that RK Bro is going to win here. He's going to lose at whatever the next paper. They're going to lose at whatever the next pay per view is, and spin off from there. So because of that, I'm going to say shoot him to RK Bro. I don't. Oh, it's not me. Yeah, way to go, jerk. <laughs> no, I I think 
Yeah, exactly right, Aaron. I mean, I've been saying that forever on this. Like, I've been waiting for the pose. I think the only reason it took so long is just because they didn't have crowds. They, this probably would have played off by now if if they had crowds the whole time. Um, but um, yeah, should and will RK bro, and and something will happen down the line. But I think there's too. I mean, it was really funny that Randy Orton was out there cutting promos about how he didn't want to be an RK bro, and he was wearing RK bro merchandise. <laughs> Which is, to me, that was like a yeah, nice touch. Yeah. It's a little chef's kiss. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree. But anyway, yeah, RK bro, right now, and we get the the big pose with the big audience reaction and everything. I think the audience reaction on Monday was all we need to know about, you know, where that's gonna go. Um, I think RK bro, because honestly, it would not be very difficult at all. To have them win the tag team titles here, drop them, you know, Survivor Series or whatever the pay-per-view is after that, to finally break up in their rematch, uh, you know, at Royal Rumble, and then we get Riddle versus Randy Orton at WrestleMania. Seems right. One other thing, there's one finish that works here, a double RKO'd almost. Like both of them are KO them at the same time. That's the finish. I mean, you gonna tell me I don't want that? Like, I'm absolutely, I'm all for that. I don't AJ think Styles is 100 percent getting pinned. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They've, they've been teasing, no trying to get the RKO on him so much that I feel like they've been telling that story. Well, they might do it, but he's well, not taking the pin. Okay, fair. Okay, that's fair. Anyone? I, what, yeah. Why yeah, 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 yeah. both of them? All right, uh, all right. Uh, let's get to a big one. Let's get to uh, one of the main events on the card: Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie. <laughs> been waiting. We've been holding out. This is me. Uh, no, this isn't you. This is Aaron. I don't want to talk about it. Shouldn't will Alexa move on? Ele- uh, Eva Marie's on a card with no Sami Zayn and no Kevin Owens. Let's talk about that. <laughs> It ain't great. I ain't gonna lie. That ain't great. Uh, Brandon. Alexa. Okay. Of, of course. AJ. Shouldn't will. AJ. You know Eva Marie's winning this match. Right? <laughs> oh, she <laughs> is. <laughs> like, it should be Alexa, but you know. You know. I'm really mad. That was Eva my. Marie's gonna win this match, right? That was my bit. I mean, like, that was my <laughs> bit. I was hoping y'all were gonna get through the whole thing. Yeah, I, mean, I, I I genuinely think that it should be Alexa, and it probably will be Alexa. Uh, but uh, I would not be surprised at all if Eva Marie wins this match because Dewdrop helps her. Or the, or the, the, I, see, I think the opposite. I think Dewdrop's gonna turn on her. I think the doll is gonna do. Yeah, something. I was gonna say, or or is Lily gonna hypnotize Dewdrop to take out Eva Marie? I mean, whatever it is, he, he, AJ is right about one thing. Eva Marie is winning the match. Like I can, that's not. <laughs> no wait, how do you, wait? That's you have to announce it the proper way. What? And your winner is. Oh right, <laughs> yeah, Eva. Eva Marie. All right. Um... I thought you were gonna say, is Eva Marie in this match? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have that match coming. AJ, how about you not read ahead? I know. The, how about called, you not read it, ahead? It's called foreshadowing. Is that what it it's is? It's a narrative technique uh, you should try. I don't, I'm not good at narrative. And te- you have to be able to read in order to be able to do those things. I'm not good at Glenn, it. Glenn, you do look like really white in the I camera. Well, really. I mean, let's be honest about something. I'm really white. <laughs> like, let's 
just put all the cards on the table. I'm really white, as was documented in my own. You know what? I actually did find the me. best part is that Glenn's the so the right side of Glenn's face that's blown out from the sun exposure is literally the exact same color as the wall behind him. Yeah, <laughs> it's really or like the yeah, is that the wall or a table or what is that? It's, it's the wall, that's the, the wall. wall. Okay, that's really funny. All right, uh, Edge and Seth Rollins. Let's get to that. Edge and Seth Rollins next up. Brandon, you're first. I mean, it should be Seth Rollins, right? I mean, that's the way this this should work. Um, I don't know what the I don't know what Edge is doing for the rest of his time here. I don't. I don't. You know, Seth Rollins needs something, man. I feel like he needs to to get over in some way because he's just been sort of. I mean, he. I guess he came out from the Cesaro thing, but that was kind of fifty-fifty. The he way they booked the Mania it. match. Yeah. Let's be clear. Neither one of them needs anything. I, I feel like we're in a moment where Seth Rollins. I won't use the word need. Could use a little bump. I'm gonna say Seth Rollins should win. The will. I'm gonna say Seth Rollins will win. Okay. I think I, everyone's gonna think Edge is going to win, but I think Edge is, the, at least if it were up to Edge, I bet you Seth Rollins would be winning this match. That's what, I'll say it that way. So I'll say, should Seth, and I think that Seth will win. I think should Seth, I think Seth, you know, it, it's a cool moment. Anytime a star like Edge can come back and, you know, put over somebody who is the modern day version of him, you know, um, that's always cool. However, Edge has been putting a lot of people over. Um, and, I mean, Ed, the only person Edge hasn't put over since he's come back is nobody. He's literally put over every single person since he's come back. The only match he's won definitively was his first match back with Randy, but then he lost to him. We 50, Royal, 50, that was 50-50, right? And then the Royal Rumble. And then Roman, like, no one's beating him. So, yeah. yeah. So it's like, I think Edge, you know, Edge, I think Edge will win. But I think I I I would like to see Seth Rollins win, but I think Edge will win. But honestly, it doesn't, it really doesn't matter. Because, because either one of them could lose. And they could find a way to get them in the title picture tomorrow. And the other thing, too, is I don't think this is it. Like, to, to your point, Brandon, and again, some of this depends on what show they're on. I get it. I don't really know what's next for Edge, so why not do a little bit more with Seth Rollins, right? Like, what? who is that hurting? If, with, the, with the only exception being that you envision Seth Rollins moving into a title picture on one of the two shows, but, you know, I think that makes more sense on one than the other, so I, I don't know, man. I... And then Watch I'm also, the internet's mind melt when. Uh, oh, well, I'll wait to the next. I'll wait to the next. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, Save that one. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, well, the other thing that I'm torn about it is at some point, or do you ultimately try to use Edge to get Seth back over as a face if you keep going with this? Um, like, is there a world in which you have sort of gone to a conclusion with Seth as a heel? And that at some point you want to position Seth to be a face again to chase a top heel champion. Um, that's the only thing that's interesting to me about this. I'm going to say, you know, I think I agree that Seth should win. 
I'm going to also say that Edge will win, and I'm going to say that's because we're not done. We're just not done here, and that's going to continue, and there's going to be something more coming. Yeah, I, yeah, to go back to your last point, I've, I've been saying that I feel that there is a Seth Roman match coming at some point. Whether that ends up being where Seth is more of a tweener or whether it's Seth has gone fully faced by that point, I don't know. I feel like sometime this fall or winter at one of these pay-per-views, yeah. we are getting a Seth Roman match. Yeah, it seems like seems like that's that's something that you got to do. and You got to tick that box at some point. Yeah, so I'm going to say that because of that, Seth should win. But, you know, as AJ brought up, Edge hasn't won a match in 18 months. And while, you know, he's Edge, you don't ever have to have him win, and he's always going to be Edge. Some point, you know, if you're going to keep him in these high-profile matches, it would be nice to see him win now and then. So I do have a funny feeling that Edge might win this one. All right. So let's save the big one for last. So we'll knock this one out for the Universal Championship, Roman Reigns and John Cena. We'll knock this one out here <laughs> so we can wait for the big well one. We can well wait done. for the big one last. AJ, you're up first. Roman Reigns and John Cena. I think it should be Roman Reigns. Um, but, man, like – I was the one that told you that Roman should hold the belt for three years. Yeah, you but said like, you said that a few times. You said like, the earliest John next year's Cena WrestleMania. Beating Roman Reigns to break the all-time record of the guy that just left the company. That seems like it's gonna happen. So I'm gonna pick John Cena will win the match. Whoa. Because he's in the match. But Roman Reigns should win. Son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. (laughs) I had this question that I wanted to ask you guys. (laughs) It's a question I haven't asked in a while, and I just felt like... It has been a while. Maybe it was an appropriate time to ask, boys, is John Cena in this match? (laughs) You think? You know what's crazy? That has since evolved into is Roman Reigns in the it match. Has to. And they're both in the match. Yeah, they are both in the match. It's part of the problem. How can they both win? Um, I am struggling with this one. I hear what you're saying, AJ. The only thing I would say is they just they haven't made enough of John Cena pursuing the record for me to think that that's the story right now. I just I don't think it is. I don't think that's the story at the moment. Now. I also get that the September 10th thing is like looming, that you could do this, have a rematch at Madison Square Garden, pop a huge number, and get the belt right back out on, on Roman in a couple weeks. And is it the end of the world for the big picture that your story that you're telling with Roman if he gets the belt right back in a couple of weeks, right? Does that really damage Roman Reigns all that much? If no, you, because it's John Cena. Right. It's not like he lost it to Jey Uso. It's like he he lost to John Cena, but he got it and right it, back. And, it, and in losing to John Cena, John Cena breaks the record for most title reigns in, w, in history. And, and he still gets to say he overcame John Cena. Like, he still gets to, in future promos, say, I was the guy that beat John Cena. Like, you still get to do that in a few weeks. So with that in mind, I'm not going to be offended and for Business reasons, it might be the best thing to do. It might very well be. The thing that we don't want to acknowledge, it might be that what's best for business here is to have John Cena win, 
build up a massive, you know, batshit crazy match at Madison Square Garden and have Roman Reigns beat him. I'm still Quick gonna... question, though. Yeah. So does the, the crowd just leave during this match? Because... Yeah, but these, <laughs> these guys they can't suck. can't John Cena because right. Cena sucks, right? Right, yeah. And they can't cheer Roman Reigns because he's Roman Reigns. So it's like... Yeah. Do they do the thing they well, said boys, they were what are you, do you, what are, a few years ago? What are, what are you guys going to do? What are you guys going to do out there on Sunday or on Saturday night? Oh, yeah. That, you, there's two people that I know for, won't leave. Yeah. Cheer what? for Cena. That, and I was going to bring this point. They've created a scenario where... People will actually probably lose their mind if John yeah. Cena wins the title. Like that, that was going pop. to always if John Cena was going to break a record, there was always going to be a little problem there of how is the crowd going to react? I think they've actually created a scenario where people want to see John Cena win and are kind of excited to see John Cena. Now they'll sing along, they'll sing the John Cena sucks, John Cena sucks, just like we do with Kurt Angle with the you suck. But I think once we get to the match, I think there's going to be a clear face and heel in this match, and people are going to lose their mind for Cena. So in that case, and for so add that for another reason why maybe Cena should win here, because you've created an opportunity where people will actually have a huge moment for Cena winning the title. That being said, I truly believe that Roman is winning this match, and he is going to be undefeated until he finds the person who actually is going to take the title off of him and keep the title off of him. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought you were going to lose to him. That's what you've always yeah. said. You're going to lay down for Roman. Yeah, you got to do what's best I for would, business. But I also don't go against the boss. You know, whatever the boss picks. Yeah, that's the way it's going to go. No <laughs> doubt. Brandon, Brandon, you're so last. So I have a feeling that the Usos and Finn Balor are going to get involved in this match in some way. And I think that, you know, I don't remember if we talked about this last week or if I was talking to Aaron about this. I have changed my mind. I thought that that would mean Roman Reigns would win, but that actually might mean John Cena would win because you would want it to look, considering the promo he cut last week about all I need is a one, two, three, and, it, and in, in effect, he's saying he doesn't care how he wins, you know? And I think that you do that to make Roman, to protect Roman. You don't need to protect Cena. I mean, Cena got destroyed a couple of times by people. and, and You don't he, need to protect Roman either. I think you kind of do. If if you want that moment where someone really you overcomes him. TV for the last year? Are you sure you need to? Yeah, they've been protecting him the whole time. I don't think they, I think he's just been the person that should win the match. I don't, protecting is when you are trying to cover up for somebody's faults. That's not what I mean by that. I mean, they wouldn't have him lose clean in the middle of the ring. One, two, three. I think they have, a Finn Balor Uso thing caused the finish of the match in some way. And I think that is more likely to result in John Cena winning than considering what we laid out. The other scenario I laid out was basically Finn Balor trying to help, but inadvertently costing John Cena the match. And that's the match you get at Madison square garden, John Cena, Finn Balor for the number one contendership and then have Finn Balor go over John Cena since he's going away. Um, I think either one of those is cool in my book, but I, I like the what Glenn laid out seems like it makes a lot more sense for their needs right now, which is to have essentially WrestleMania on a SmackDown um, at Madison Square Garden. So I, I, I'm going to say Roman should win. I, 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 I think John Cena might be winning this match. 
By the way, I don't I don't have a problem with that. I'm completely yeah. good with the idea that John Cena will win this match. I'm totally like fine I with said, that. like I I'm the person that told you Roman Reigns should hold the, the title through not this year's WrestleMania, but the following year's WrestleMania. Yes. You've been saying twenty twenty three. And I and I and I fully believe that, but like this situation makes sense. It's SummerSlam, it's John Cena breaking Ric Flair's record. It's like though it's a person that can believably go into the like I love Cesaro. I love Cesaro. And in ring performer wise, Cesaro's probably one of the best on earth. But none of us expected Cesaro to beat Roman right. Reigns. In, in kayfabe, John Cena beating Roman Reigns is viable. I mean, it's this is John Cena that we're talking about. Exactly. All right, and that brings us to the uh, the final one, the main event, the big uh, the big match of the night <laughs> for the WWE Championship. Bobby Lashley against Billiam Goldberg. Uh, I am first, and I think we all. But, agree. But, hold on. But by the way, what would you do if this match really went on last? I mean, <laughs> considering what the other I'm match not, is, you don't, don't, don't do this to me right now. Don't, don't do this. Um, I genuinely think it starts the show because you know it won't probably be very oh, long. Oh, yeah, that's no. a good idea. So yeah, look, it's either starting the show or it's like look, the middle. Yeah. Look, we all know who should win the match. Obviously, Bill Goldberg should win the match. Now the question is, <laughs> yes. who's, who will win? The I hate. I I hate. I just hate everything. Like the num the numbers have been good apparently for Goldberg segments. So we're getting more of them, boys. Like, that's just the way it's going to be. There's going to be more Bill Goldberg in the coming months. It's going to happen. Hey, they're going to Saudi Arabia, so there's definitely going to be more Bill Goldberg in the coming months. Um, uh, I don't know. Bobby Lashley, move, come on. I'm not doing any more of this. Bobby Lashley, end, end, end of sentence. All right. What should happen is after the entrances before the bell rings, Big E gets the briefcase back Friday. Big E comes out making it a triple threat where we get big meaty men slapping meat. And uh, we actually have a pretty fun match with all those guys because I'd be actually really in for that. So Me And too. then Big E wins. So that's what throw, should happen. Hey, throw Corbin in there too and have all three of them like <laughs> Yeah, he's not, he's not big meaty enough. <laughs> he's pretty big. He's not, he's he's not, not like meaty. them. Yeah, not like oh. them though. Not like them. Not I, I want to see those three guys and I want to see Big E win. So that's what should happen. What will happen, uh, Lashley will win because they're not, well, I shouldn't say they're not crazy because we know they're crazy enough, but it still will be Lashley. Brandon. <sighs> Is Bill Goldberg in the match? <laughs> <laughs> what a bit. By the way, one of the best guests in jobbing out history. Thanks. <laughs> We're killing it. How many times do we have to say there's no way Goldberg's winning this match and him fucking win it. Like the one time that that didn't happen was Drew McIntyre, correct? Yep. Yes. Every other time he won the match, right? Yes. Except for, I guess the, the mania where Braun beat him, but yes. <laughs> well, okay. But yeah, right. Yes. I mean, Lashley's winning. Like Lashley, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still not gonna fall for it. I'm, or, or it, it I'm either not gonna fall for it. You're or not gonna be the, believe it till you see it. <laughs> I'm gonna be another fool. I'm gonna be a fool again and say there's no way I, that Bill Goldberg can win this match. Uh, AJ, go ahead and say your piece, and we'll talk about the other side of it. Um, I think that Bobby Lashley should and will win this match. I don't. I think he's doing too much right now to put it on Goldberg, but. This is the thing that I was going to bring up earlier. 
and I think it's funny. He's like, yes, Goldberg's old. And people are mad because Goldberg's old and he's coming back and he's wrestling Bobby Lashley, and I get it. But those same people would have no problem if after the draft, Edge came over to Raw <laughs> and Edge, who just came back <laughs> and is an, of the older upper echelon of performers. <laughs> Edge, well, apparently my dog doesn't like Edge. Uh, <laughs> I was just, go ahead. Uh, if Edge was to then beat Bobby Lashley, nobody would have a problem with that. I just think that that's very funny. Well, I think there would be people who have a problem, but the other thing is that Edge, you said if Edge you had the best dress. You had, you said Edge the has the wrestling community would have a problem with Edge. No, but, I, Aaron, but as you said, Edge had the WWE best match of the year last year. You are kidding yourself. No, 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 no. But Aaron's making a point. Aaron's making a point. Go ahead. Edge can. You said Edge had the best match last year in all of wrestling. He so did. that that's the difference between him and Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. When was no, the, the song? The song said that. That's right. true. This is the greatest match. This is the, greatest greatest match. This is the AJ gave the jobby. They to, stood up to uh, it though. They stood up to it though. Um, here's the only other question I have. Brandon Brandon messaged me last weekend about the um the the Corbin thing with Big E, and I thought like it's just a way to set up a match between the two of them, and you have Big E win the win the briefcase back, and I'm actually good with that because it's you know kind of a fun thing to do. And, and again, Baron Corbin is phenomenal right now, so I'm for more Baron Corbin. I, I mean, my God, what a sentence yes, to say. Yes, the, the lone wolf. L-O-A-N. The, the, lone, L, the lone wolf. You get it? Because it's, yeah, all right. Um, God. The only question I would have is, is this a purposeful way to throw you off so that you don't expect Big E to cash in on Bill Goldberg after he wins on Saturday night? is the idea here that they try to make it seem like there's some dispute about whether or not Biggie even if has Biggie the If Biggie cashes in on Bill Goldberg, I'm pissed. Why? If he passes in on cashes in on Bobby Lashley after just barely beating Bill Goldberg, then I'm cool. Man, I'm good with either one for what it's worth. In I, fact, I, I I want him in the match. I still want him in the match. I get it. I get why you want him in the match. Like I just wonder if it's a purposeful mislead to try to make it seem like there's some debate and some dispute about who has the briefcase. And then, like, literally as the match is ending, they show Big E just, like, walk up to Baron Corbin and take the briefcase right back for, from him and then run out to the ring in order to win the belt. Something along those lines. I'd, I'd be good with that. I think that would work. All right, uh, AJ, plugs. What do you want to plug? Uh, you can follow me on all social media at AJ Francis 410 um, we just dropped some new merch on WWE Shop. They got a hero hat. <gasps> yeah, I, hat. I, I was about to get it, and then I thought mm, maybe they might stock it somewhere in Vegas, so I'm going to hold off on buying it till then. But yeah, I'm buying that in a heartbeat. Hero <laughs> hat. We got a whole bunch of, we got like five shirts. You know, Hit Row's off and running. So yeah, just follow me on all social media at AJ Francis 410. All right. He's the worst judge since Lance Ito, but we still love him. <laughs> Uh, there he goes. He is the main. What a pop culture reference. Yeah, I mean, come on, bro. Name another judge. Joe Brown. All right, I mean, name another actual judge. Name another judge. There, there were some terrible judges in the uh, boxing fight a few weeks ago. There were, there were some bad judges there. There's no doubt about it. AJ, AJ the snapback is cool. You got to talk him in the dad hats, man. Come on. Uh, I wear snapbacks though. I you actually, should have both. You'd sell more shit. 
Yeah, I know, but they they they're doing what I would wear. That's why. Right. I right. Wait, you mean to tell me they're not putting hit row merchandise out for the whitest people you know? That's really that's strange. bullshit. Listen, we have been overlooked as a people for way too long. <laughs> How uh, dare you discriminate we, like we've that? We've proven that white people are the superior rappers. So that's clearly, we should get our choice. That's of a fact. The best rappers on this show are all white. That's. A all right. They're... I believe that you believe that. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes. He is the main event. <laughs> there he is, AJ Francis, aka Frank. See you, buddy. Love you. See you, fellas. There he is, AJ. Love you guys. Peace. Love you. I did love him until he screwed up the <laughs> cipher vote. Ah, what a what a joke that is. All right, uh, we move on. Uh, we got some more picks to make this week before we talk about the rest of the week that was. We need to make our takeover picks for Sunday night, takeover 36. Obviously, uh, AJ, a little bit closer to that, so not going to be able to be a part of these picks. Five matches on this card. We begin with, um, let's begin with the Million Dollar Championship. L.A. Knight and Cameron Grimes. If Cameron Grimes loses, Ted DiBiase must become L.A. Knight's butler. Uh, where would we have left off? I believe, Aaron, you would be next up to be first. Man, Ted DiBiase as L.A. Knight's butler would be some hilarious TV. I don't. It would actually be. I don't know that it would. I, I, it could absolutely jump last week. The show quickly. we did without Aaron. Yeah, was last it week? was. So we talked about this a little bit last week. Like this bit is kind of over. Like we yeah. kind of we kind of need these guys. I, to do I, I didn't know if things. Ted DiBiase would revitalize it because here's I'm not even going to say it's a problem, but if Cameron Grimes wins and defends Ted and becomes million dollar, like the whole thing is kind of over. The I, I don't think you have to get rid of the Cameron Grimes gimmick, but obviously like everything's over there, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. So, I mean, the question is, is the Cameron Grimes character as we know it going to change after this? The, pr the answer is probably yes. So I'll, I'll just say should and will Cameron Grimes just because, you know, I, I don't know how much longer this can go. Brandon? And, and that's basically what we were saying. It's like, this just needs to end. And I think it's time, like, the fans, if the point of this was to get the fans behind Cameron Grimes, we're there. Like, the fans will be behind him. They'll Now, that begs the question of what is your plan for LA night? If you have one. Um, and you know, let's face it. Like he wasn't booked too strongly coming into this match. So, or this feud, sorry, not this match, this feud. He's been booked the strongest he's been booked while this has been going on, but he lost matches to like Bronson Reed and people like that prior to this Cameron Grimes feud. He, he I think we all expected him to be booked very, very strongly. And so that's the one thing that gives me pause is like now that he has been booked a little, little bit more strongly and you look at sort of the layout of NXT, it's tough to, I don't know what to say about where he goes if he loses. So I have to say Cameron Grimes because I just don't believe they're going to keep Ted DiBiase on TV doing, doing, you know, bits for the next however many weeks or, or, or. I also, maybe it's me internally saying, I don't want LA Knight to win because I don't want this feud to continue for two more months. So I'm going to say Cameron Grimes should. I don't know if he will. I, I, I don't know. I'm going to say he should. I, I 
He probably will. I'll say I, he I want to simplify this a little bit. I think sometimes professional wrestling gets – I think we all know they get in their own way. But at every level, I think that sometimes it's forgotten how dumb we really are and how much we just want certain things. I'm going to make a comparison. Yeah. We true. just wanted Enzo and Cass to be Enzo and Cass. That's all we wanted. Come out, do the whole thing. We would have done it with the New Age Outlaws for a thousand years. Come out, do the whole spiel. It's part of why we come to the show. It's part of why we're happy to give you our ticket money because at some point during the night, we know we're going to get to chant along, we're going to get to sing along, we're going to get to do all the stupid things that we like to do as professional wrestling fans. If we go see Eve 6, we want them to do the stupid heart in a blender song. By the way, I actually love Eve 6, which is the funny. I was going to say, they're, they're great. And, and I like about that's, that's 20 other awesome. Eve 6 songs. Like I actually Check, check am, out their new EP that I'm, they just put out. I bet it's cool. great because I love yeah. Eve 6 and I was way in on Eve 6 well beyond a lot of people were. Um, but that's the way that it works, right? Like we, we want that. We don't, we want these stupid things and we want to know that when we tune, turn on NXT on Wednesday nights, we're going to get to see Cameron Grimes strut down to the ring and this, this silly song and him chant to the moon. We want all of that because we're dopes because we are <laughs> low rent and that's okay it's okay to be low rent if we wanted to go to the opera we go to the opera if we wanted to see something different every time we would do other things part of what we love about professional wrestling is we know we're going to get to certain parts of the show and we're going to get to do the things that we love to do we're going to get the channel along it's like going to the piano bar and then playing sweet caroline and and we just want to bolt out at the top of our lungs um uh, so, da, da, da. exactly that's that's what we want that's that's who we are that we are dullards we are just the dumbest of the dumb and we want that and we wanted that with Cameron Grimes and this is cringy because of it because we're not getting the thing that we want it it makes us not like Cameron Grimes not because we don't feel sympathy for the character because this isn't what we want we don't really like the person. We like the character that you gave us. Give us that guy. Stop doing this nonsense. Stop it. This needs to end badly. It badly needs to end. You need to let... And somebody would say, well, doesn't that worry you about what the limitations are for Cameron Grimes? I'm No. Because in the same way that I was ever worried about what the limitations were for ends, I just want that fun part of my show. I'm not, this is not real sports. Yeah. I'm not concerned about whether or not Cameron Grimes, if he does to the moon, that means that they don't think he can be NXT champion. If he does to the moon for the next five years, when I watch the show, I'm going to be super happy. I'm going to be very happy to have that part of my wrestling fan experience there. So for the dumb guys, this absolutely must be Cameron Grimes winning and just moving the F on. And Aaron, to your point, I am not... I, there was a time where I thought maybe that might have been interesting. That Ted DiBiase has just not been good in this role. Um, it, the days are over. Uh, he was good in the role where he was playing the character we knew, which is a dick. Right. He's not been good yeah. in the good like guy sympathetic. role. sympathetic. No, it's, yeah. it's it's not worked. Um, so this, He was amazing in the first bit of this, where it right, was yeah, like just, him, just laugh, him picking just, on Cameron yeah, Grimes. Do that whole that thing. was yep. perfect. All right. Um, I, I, one other thing, though, it, it does, though, concern me about the future of L.A. Knight. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not concerned about that either, because L.A. Knight still will look the way that he does and still will act. I think L.A. Knight will always be someone that can be used in, in whatever capacity you need to use him in. Um, 
and part of this is I I know it, I think this is one of the other things that we talk about. Like I don't think that Karrion Cross has been good at all since he arrived in NXT, but yet I'm not nope. I have no fear about Karrion Cross cuz he still looks like Karrion Cross and at some point you can make that work. True. I, I know Eli Drake was gold. I mean like th- this guy is a as a 10 as a performer. Do I fear that everybody gets screwed up? Absolutely. I will always fear that no matter what they get screwed up, but you know, they, they had Johnny Gargano win the greatest blood feud of all time and then just sort of disappear from the show. So I don't think results always are what ends up driving whether or not somebody is being used the right way. So I'm just not all that worried about that. Um, for the United Kingdom Championship, Walter defends against Ilya Dragunov. Brandon, you are up first. I mean, this feels like the moment for Ilya Dragunov. I, I, I think Walter's had the title forever. Um, I don't, you know, admittedly, I don't watch NXT UK, um, but it, it's interesting to me that they, and I know that there was sort of a non-planned reason why this match still had yet to happen, but it feels like a moment that they're pushing onto a more, a, a show that more people watch, um, at this point, cause they could have just went back and thrown it on the next NXT UK show or whatever. So I, I feel like this is the time. I feel like they've made him, you know, we talked about how they did a weird thing having him lose to Pete Dunne uh, last week, but they made him look like a trillion dollars this week. I mean, he couldn't have looked better um, in that match against Roderick Strong. Uh, so I, I think it's time. I think I think you, you put him the put the title on him should and will. I mean, I don't, I, I don't really know how much conversation this works. It's not. It's a little bit about Ilya Dragunov. It's more about like you've just you've reached a conclusion here. There's, and and maybe somebody would say that's just because you're not watching NXT UK. Well, maybe there's just nothing more to do at this point with Walter as champion. There's no next thing. There's no guy waiting. Like this is not the way that it works. Somebody else has to win the belt. Um, I still can't believe that they had Ilya Dragunov lose last week. They, I know that they kind of made him look good again this week. It's it's a weird bit. But it's it, to say it's time. It's it's beyond time. Ilya Dragunov should and will. I mean, the only reason to keep it on Walter is because because of who Walter is. Because of any time he shows up, he's a presence that even if Ilya Dragunov is amazing, which he is, he's an amazing wrestler. He does not have the presence that Walter has. That it makes the NXT NXT UK title relevant, more relevant because it's on Walter. I just don't know how much that means to them right now, and I assume they have to have big plans for Walter going forward, whether it's on NXT, whether it's straight to Raw or SmackDown. At some point, you have Walter. It's crazy not to get the most you can out of Walter. So, yeah, I think Dragunov should and will, but there's a part of me that if they still care about people watching NXT UK, if they do keep it on uh, Walter because of that. The uh, NXT Women's Championship, Raquel Gonzalez against Dakota Kai. Uh, I guess I'm first here. Um, shouldn't will Raquel Gonzalez. I, I, this goes back to what I talked about. when this, this was way more compelling if they had done it quickly. By dragging it out and just making it kind of random when they had Dakota Kai turn, it just didn't do anything for me. It didn't feel that devious. It really did feel more like... Well, I might as well now. Like, 
I have not felt. She it. was the only obvious opponent. <laughs> yeah, like I, it, I have just not felt anything related to Dakota Kai. I think part of that is look at. Of course, there's always the storyline of do they look at Raquel Gonzalez and say, "Yo, we need her on the main roster immediately because of her look," and that's totally poss- possible and would change everything. But short of that, it shouldn't will Raquel Gonzalez to me. I am just not feeling it on Dakota Kai. Um, not this time. I have felt it way more in the past with Dakota Kai. This one has just really felt more like, a, well, I guess this is what we're doing now because we were always going to do it at some point. And I think they really screwed up by not making it more shocking and having it more of an immediate turn once Raquel Gonzalez won the belts. Yeah, I mean, it definitely should be Raquel Gonzalez. I mean, this is this is what should be happening. Not if this is the story for Raquel Gonzalez, you burn the Dakota Kai match because it makes Raquel Gonzalez more of a face, more of that, you know, more of the diesel coming out of, you know, his partnership with Shawn Michaels going forward. Uh, The only question about the will is simply, we do have a draft coming up. Do they look at Raquel Gonzalez? Do they say, I want Raquel Gonzalez right now and we don't care what's happening, uh, you know, and and bring her up that way. By the way, Um, they wouldn't, they wouldn't care if she was the champion in that circumstance either. That's true. But I used to, wait, 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 do you have any evidence of this? No, none. I can't think of anything in particular. I can't think of anything. And you know what? That's a fair point. But I I think that's the only reason why you would have Dakota Kai win years. If you just want to bring Raquel up and you're having her drop the title. Otherwise this is written perfectly, not for Dakota, but it's written perfectly for Raquel. So yeah. Brandon, normally you go after Aaron. That's yeah. typically so, the way the show works. Uh, sorry, I was just I was looking for something. So, no, I think, you know, the the one asterisk here, other than the obvious, is that Raquel should win and Raquel probably will, is what you said. If 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 they have some other plan for her to to completely be disconnected from NXT. Because like Karrion Cross, while he's on Raw, is still on NXT for now. <laughs> and I don't know if they would want to do that same thing. Like, I feel like as much as I hate it, Raquel Gonzalez feels like someone that they would pretend like they don't know who it is. And that she would appear and attack somebody and they would be like, who is this woman? And, you know, it feels like (laughs) that is more likely for someone like that. Um, But I got to say, I got to think that she's not coming quite yet. So I'm going to say should and will recount. All right. Uh, next up, two out of three falls match, Kyle O'Reilly. This is the undisputed, undisputed. Oh, Jesus Christ. Match. Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. Is this me? Oh, it's Aaron. Okay. Oh, it's me. Yeah. Good. Um, God, I'm just should and will Adam Cole here. But, so I should say, should Adam Cole will be Kyle O'Reilly because they – Wow, oh, you said the part that you needed to say before we lost you there, so we'll just go ahead and move on with it. Go ahead, Brandon. Yeah, I mean, it absolutely 100 million thousand percent should be Adam Cole um, because of all the things, if you've listened to the show, and if you haven't, go back and listen to the last three episodes, and Glenn will tell you exactly why that should be the case. Um, I just think that Kyle O'Reilly's winning this match, so I'm going to say should Adam Cole and probably will Kyle O'Reilly. I mean, that's the answer, obviously, and it's as much that it should be Adam Cole as it is that it shouldn't be Kyle O'Reilly. In fact, unfortunately, it might be more that it shouldn't be Kyle O'Reilly than it is that it should be Adam Cole. Um, It's just that they're the only two people in the match, so if it shouldn't be Kyle O'Reilly, then it has to be Adam Cole. Um, They have... I, I, I can only hope 
that they've paid attention and that they've realized the errors here and their folly. And for what it's worth, based on what it seems as though they would be doing at the top of the card, I'm not really sure that it makes sense to even have Kyle O'Reilly immediately be positioned as the top face on the show, given who we I think is going to be the champion um, after this weekend. So I'm in a weird place here because I... I, I am trying to allow myself to believe that they recognize this too and that they're not just going to force something that very clearly isn't there, although the way they, they built it and did the hype video this week, I'm, I'm, I might talk myself right back out of it. But there is just no world. There is zero world right now where Kyle O'Reilly should be positioned as the top face. I guess there is also the other option, which is that you do what you've done the rest of the time. You have Kyle O'Reilly come out on top in the literal blood feud, and then you just don't have him matter for a very long time <laughs> on NXT, which is unfortunately something they've got a bit of a history with. But no, the answer is most certainly not Kyle O'Reilly in any way because it, it ain't there. There is just nothing there, unfortunately. And somebody might say, well, doesn't this, doesn't this the nature of it being a two out of three falls match, um, doesn't it give them the opportunity to get it back? No. No. We're just so... The bridge is so it's far. It's not gone. his wrestling that's the problem. No, it's not his. It never it, was. It, it can't be saved by doing badass matches right now. That can't save this. Um, that was never the problem. Nope, nope. That's not the issue. And finally, for the title, Karrion Cross and Samoa Joe. Brandon, you're first. Like this feels like it should be really obvious, but I've been second guessing this a little bit just because. They clearly don't care if Karrion Cross is both the NXT champion and on Raw. They don't care about that. And and we know for a fact they don't give a shit about Samoa Joe because he wasn't even in the company um, a few weeks ago. So I don't know if this is just about getting Karrion to where they need him to be or if this is about getting him off the show. Um, I'm fighting with myself about that a little bit because I think that you could make the argument that him beating Samoa Joe would be very needed at this point. But that is assuming they give a shit about NXT on Raw, and we know they don't. But they do have him wear that belt on Raw, which in the past we've had NXT champions appear without their belts on Raw. So I I don't know how I feel about this, and I'm so I'm going to just put it into the category of I'm overthinking it, and Samoa Joe should win, and he will. The The answer is Samoa Joe for a, any multitude of reasons, part of which is because Karrion Cross just shouldn't be the NXT champion anymore because the Karrion Cross character on NXT has not been good. Um, and, and as I've said a million times, this provided you the reset button. You need to hit the reset button no matter what you were doing. So whether there's some world in which Karrion Cross is on NXT or not, he shouldn't be the champion. He's not been a good champion. Um, there's no getting around that. He's not a compelling figure. He's not interesting. He's been an entrance that we all know is more capable of what he's been given the opportunity to do, but it hasn't come out for any number of reasons. To your point about Samoa Joe, Brandon, I hear you, but don't forget that, like, they had to approve him going back to NXT too. Like the notion that, you know, Vince McMahon hates him. Well, Triple H was the one that stepped up and said, no, I want him on NXT. And if Vince McMahon had said, no, we're, we're, we're just, we're not going to be in the Samoa Joe business. That wouldn't have happened. Uh, somebody might say, well, it appears as though Vince McMahon has been more um, 
involved or has been more uh, putting putting his stamp on NXT of late maybe but if if what we have heard about Vince McMahon is true I mean he's Samoa Joe is certainly the size he's not the age that he's looking for in NXT at the moment he's certainly the size and could go a long way to helping whoever you know he thinks is the next guy I I it's a tough one for me only because only because it's so inexplicable that they've done what they've done so far with Karrion Cross that why wouldn't they keep doing it with Karrion Cross but at the end of the day this is such an easy reset button this shouldn't require much thought the answer is Samoa Joe and and if you can get Adam Cole Samoa Joe yeah <laughs> oh sounds yes. really good to me yeah Aaron? Yeah, I mean, it, it absolutely should be Samoa Joe. And with the fact that Karrion Cross is on Raw, I assume that it will be. Uh, th- the only case you can make is, you know, when Karrion Cross was was cutting the promo about, you know, Samoa Joe's the past NXT is about, the, you know, is supposed to be about the future. That's literally the only thing you can point to. And, and you can use it almost to turn Cross face, but they're clearly not doing that. So the answer is Joe all the way around here. There there are a few little things that make you wonder, but all in all, it's just overthinking it. It's Joe. And by the way, if this match was on Raw, I would say carrying Cross, and I wouldn't even think twice about it, just because I think there is a lot of value in his development to to put him over someone like Samoa Joe. But being that it's on NXT, and we know that that doesn't really factor in a lot to how they develop somebody on Raw. A, I mean, a lot. <laughs> at all i guess we could say um yeah all right uh very good we only have about uh, t- uh 12 minutes left in the show so we've made all of our picks let's talk about AEW. um <laughs> i mean i guess i'll i guess here we go again i guess i'll start what a great decision at the end that was that was that was tremendous um plain and simple that was exactly what needed to be done it was it set something up it's still a little problematic of of how quickly they'll get there versus you know like the the idea that you would have chris jericho however sloppy it was it was super sloppy it was unbelievably sloppy this five labors of jericho thing it did not deliver stop trying to lie to yourself and pretend like everything it did not it was a failure but in the end they got to what they needed to get to which was MJF going over Jericho to set up Sammy Guevara to go over MJF. Now, there's a lot of problems still there. You don't have a lot of time between now and Labor Day weekend. So if that's what you're pointing to for this, it deserved a little bit more than just two weeks of build to a Sammy um, MJF match. If you're trying to drag it out a little bit longer, I'm worried about everything that you have to do to make this last and towards the November pay-per-view. I still have some problems with it, but ultimately the thing that I was worried about, they didn't do. They did this the right way that MJF won this match and it sets up for the story that was supposed to be told, which is MJF and Sammy Guevara. That's, that's a thumbs up. And they, they did at least the last part of it was clever. The bit they did, like the, the fans singing Judas, despite there being no music, was supposed to be the unspoken part. So it was a little bit embarrassing that, like, AEW was tweeting out the lyrics and, like, calling the shot. It In professional wrestling, the bit is supposed to be, well, you're not going to have your music, but then you show up and, 
Well, he's got his music anyway. Wow. And, and here's the thing. You knew it was going to – that's so little faith in their fans because you know they would have done it without Correct. the prodding. And, yeah, and so that was a little embarrassing. But in all, it was kind of clever. Take his finishing move away from him. Have him have a moment where he looks like he would win the match but didn't have the finishing move. Um you don't need to protect Chris Jericho in any way, but I have no issue with that. It's clever. It was a clever thing that they did to ultimately have MJF win, which is exactly what they should have done there. And I give them credit for that. This is the thing. He hit a Judas effect too, which was right. That was I, a that was a cool yeah. little bit. All of yeah. all of that was really clever. Again, I have concerns and I have some you know qualms yeah. coming out of it, and 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 we cannot pretend like the five labors of Jericho didn't prove to be a total wet fart. Um, but at least they got it right at the end and didn't screw it up by just thinking that this was a Chris Jericho story. Assuming it's the end. That's the one thing that has me really a little bit nervous in that simply that because you had, you know, in wrestling, if you beat a guy because they can't use their finisher, you have to have a match where they can use their finisher. And that's the one thing that scares me a little bit going forward. I hear you, but I think that Sammy's the answer to that, right? Like uh, that, and I agree, I agree. He should be the answer. I mean, he should I'm be the answer a little to bit that. Nervous. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. I get it. I just think His win still has an asterisk beside it. Who, MJF's? Yes, but that doesn't matter. This is MJF. No, MJF doesn't give a shit about that. Why? No, I MJF to, and he shouldn't, and they shouldn't. It's just in wrestling. You know, we, we go back to the yeah. what does wrestling require in the history of wrestling? Wrestling requires a straight rematch. Yeah, I think it's a little bit different when you're doing a character like MJF, who you've made like I I don't care. I got the win. That's all that matters. But it is, oh, MJF, yes, yeah. Oh, but Jericho can or, say I, Jericho can say whatever he wants to say on the MJF side of things. There is no need for him to prove himself any further against Chris Jericho. He does not need to do that. But, and this is why, again, I like it. I like it because it allows for Sammy Guevara to be the one to step in and say... You've got a lot more faith in that happening than I do. I I just said, I've got qualms, I've got concerns, I've got issues, but it sets up, as of this moment, it sets up the right way, just with an odd timing for when they would get to Sammy MJF. But what have they done to tell you that they're going to do that? Again, they've they've earmarked exactly the way that it should go. I don't know. The way that it's gone in storyline is exactly the way that it would go in order to get to Sammy MJF. You have MJF. He's inevitable. No matter what, he's inevitably going to be the one that comes out on top. But there's still Sammy. But there's still one other guy that can step in that still has issues with him, that still has troubles, and MJF's ego would say in storyline that he would care about beating Sammy because Sammy's the young, good-looking guy. But they haven't done anything on the show to suggest that that, they're really going to do that. The storyline would be entirely set up for that. Everything they've done. I mean, you're saying that, and and it could, but they haven't. There's no reason to tell the story otherwise. They didn't have Sammy come out and look at him at the end. They didn't have him out there. That's what makes it good. That's... Again, MJF had his moment like MJF got to come out over top of Chris Jericho. There's nothing sure. more necessary between MJF and Chris Jericho, except what Aaron's saying, which is 100 percent the way wrestling has always been booked it's for other care. Tell me the MJF character that's felt the need to go back and do it again. It's, it's not, not up to him. Felt the need. It's not up to yeah, him. The, I was going to say, the who's heel doesn't to? have to agree to the match in character. No, the, he'll be mad. He'll be like, I already beat you. I don't need to beat you again. 
I mean, that's, Cody that's the way it always happens. Make the match. Yeah. But there's been there's no reason for Cody Rhodes to be involved with this. I'm not even doing this. Like I, well, we're doing two I different say things. Cody Rhodes. I mean, I but mean, that's the whatever point. authority. There, figure there is you no authority use. figure that's given some sort of like sympathetic ear to the inner circle that Chris Jericho should be able to get a match. The only way that Chris Jericho should be able to get another match is to in, go in, to... Until next Wednesday on, on Dynamite. By the way, if that changes, it changes. I can only deal with what I've seen so far. I'm not... What I, everything that I have seen sets up very cleanly. Can they screw it up? Of course they can screw it up. But everything they've done sets up very you, cleanly to position he got past Chris Jericho, but he needs to get intention. past Sammy oh, Guevara. Right. But Wait, they, there's no there's reason. Actually to, an easy fix, there's an easy fix. To I, the I, I got to say something. The thing you're doing, they've done nothing to say they're not doing it. There's nothing here that suggests they have to I do it again. I didn't say they said they weren't doing it. No, I no, said no. they said they there's, haven't said they're doing it. Right, but you're, the thing that when you say if that's what they're doing, there's absolutely zero reason outside of we fear they're going to screw it up to think that they're going to go back to Chris Jericho. Like, there's that's it. We're I, mean, only I thought Aaron had a pretty good reason. Because it's just what professional wrestling does. That's nothing that they've done. They haven't done that. What they've shown us is very clearly MJF going over Chris Jericho. Very clearly. Well, did they do that before and they still did another match? So they could just keep doing the same thing over and over again, is what you're I mean, saying? I mean, like, what, what, what reason do I have to believe they won't keep no, doing No, I mean, but, and, and to, to be fair to Brandon, like, it's not one company that's done it. It's the history of professional wrestling. But they, like, there, I don't think you, there has ever been you, this match without the. In what, 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 okay, you're, you're saying a bunch like, of different things. Every so, time so, there's so a match I, where I, they hamstring the face, yes. they always get the match back when they're not hamstrung. Always. I, you'd have to go through the history of professional wrestling for me to accept that it's an always, and we're not going to do that here. I get that it right. happens quite typically. I understand that that's a typical wrestling trope, but there is yep. there's this circumstance, the story they've told about MJF and who he is and what he gives a shit about, there is zero reason to go back to it. And the fact that the last time Chris Jericho won in a match, they made him go through the five labors of Jericho would say that there's absolutely the insane thing to do would be to turn around and have Sammy Guevara say, yeah, but I'll just agree to another match with you. Like if the authority of AEW gave a shit at all about there being another Chris Jericho MJF match, why did they allow MJF to set the stipulations for the labors of Jericho? That none of this makes actual sense based on the story they've told you. Going back to Chris Jericho based on the context of what they've done to this point would make zero sense. Of course, it would make zero sense. I'm just, I just think they'll do it. I mean, I, I hope not. I hope I'm wrong. By the way, there, there's, there's an easy fix to the only two shows thing: is that you don't do this at all out. You do this at the Arthur Ashe show. Okay, man, you could do that. I just think it's, we got to talk more about what the point of pay per views is in AEW. You know right. what I mean? Like that's, yeah, that's, exactly. That's part of the problem. The look. So if, if everybody thought I was gonna rail about that, I'm not. I, I can't rail about that. I thought that was great. I'll absolutely rail about the other thing, which is there is it is fucking shameful to have Sting no sell a power bomb through a table. That's one of the most No, shame- don't you know, Glenn? No. This is what Sting does. He's no. like the Undertaker. I swear to Christ. How like, many tweets did you have to read like that? I saw a few. I saw I I was pleased by how many more were at least Good. willing to be um it that was a joke. I mean, that's an utter utter joke and that anyone that cares about professional wrestling is is not only okay with it i'm talking like that you're not furious about it 
sort of speaks to the continuous problem that we have is that you don't actually care about any of the things that you said that you cared about over the years when it comes to your bitching about WWE. You're just gatekeeping and you just want it to be that AEW is great and there's no problem. That's shameful. It's shameful to have Sting. Just don't do the move. Just don't do it. Having him utterly no-sell a powerbomb through the table because you've got to protect a 62-year-old man is laughable. It's embarrassing. It's a statement about who you are as a professional wrestling company. There is no world in which that should happen. And that's not even me getting into the, the you still got it nonsense. Stop it. The, the notion that Sting was doing anything, they're purposely not doing wrestling matches with Sting because they know he doesn't still got it. Because there is a limitation oh, to yeah. what a 62-year-old man can do. Now, to their credit, are they finding things that he can do? Are they still overshadowing Darby Allen in the process, who apparently is the man who's about to be thrown into something with CM Punk? That's all a different conversation that's laughable. <laughs> Why you would have Sting be the one to end up looking the strongest there when you're about to put... If they, by the way, continue to have Sting hang out with Darby Allen while he's working with CM Punk, double middle finger to everything. <laughs> My God. Double middle finger like we got a double and, and scorpion deathlock. And that, to, to me, like, everything's ridiculous. Like, that, that's still, to me, the offensive part. That, like, Darby should be so far away from Sting at this point. If this was just Sting dancing around with Joey Janello facing 2.0, I would feel differently about it. It would still but not be it's good. The Darby, the, Darby, the Darby thing is the problem. Oh, it's, it's awful. It's so bloody awful. But, no, don't pretend like there's any world in which it's okay for Sting to no-sell a, a powerbomb through a table, man. No. Like, there's no. no I don't care if you're working. Like it was the greatest I, I, I don't, I don't care I mean, who you're working with. I mean, the, the, the only argument you can say is you're there to see Sting, and that's what Sting does. It's not. You it's, know, just like you're there to see The Undertaker sit up and no-sell and stuff. That, I'm not no, saying, it's, see, the, I'm not saying it's a good argument. Yeah, I know. He's, he's trying to no, do the no, thing, No, no, too. no. I, I think it's literally – look, it's not for me. I don't want it. The Darby thing is horrendous. But of the, the, you know, if I'm ranking the things that are really offensive about it, it's far below the fact that Darby is involved. Stop. Wait, but is that really what Sting does? Does he really no-sell giant table bumps? Yeah, he's been no-sell. Yes, he's been no-selling huge moves for 35 years right now. That is Sting in the 80s and 90s and forever. That is Sting. It is just like, you know, it's like saying the road, like that was the road warrior thing, that was Sting thing. No-selling big moves is Sting. Like, that's who he is. If you like Sting, that's what you, you know, or it's the Hulk Hogan hulking up. That is part of the Sting wrestling thing. Except if you that Hulk Hogan sting, hulking up doesn't wanted. hurt anyone. It doesn't hurt anyone to have Hulk Hogan hulk up. It hurts something. It hurts every time you put someone else through a table because they don't do it. It's I, horrible. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying, like, if for whatever reason you're saying, I want Sting, then this is what you want. It's I don't know why you want horrible. Sting. But no, but I feel Sting, like that's but what you want. But, but didn't he, wouldn't he no sell, like, a move. He didn't no sell like bumps yeah, I don't, tables. I don't. I don't know that I've ever. He, this he is wouldn't no sell big moves. They didn't do table bumps that much in the eighties and nineties. I feel like, like they, they, someone would no like throw big. him into the corner and then he'd walk out flexing or something. Uh, I don't he, feel like he would do whatever the big moves was. He would absolutely no sell the big moves. No sometimes. selling a double power bomb through a table is an, <laughs> an, an it's an fu to the entire business for a sixty two year old man. Get the ever-loving fuck out of here. By the way, I had said before this week I was going to stop cussing on this show. 
didn't last. Didn't <laughs> didn't last. I'm gonna try. I am gonna try. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna try. There's a, bunch, there's a bunch of different reasons for it, but I'm gonna try to stop doing that. Um, it's a joke. There's nothing else I can say other than it's a complete and utter joke. That being said, as we wrap up the show, um, we are expecting to see CM Punk within 28, 20, 30 hours of when we're taping this show. Um, expectations for the arrival of CM Punk in AEW. I'm a little cons- I'm a little interested to see if this is different than what we might be expecting. Like, is he going to come in and be like a character and not a wrestler? Like, I'm a little bit hesitant to trust. If he's that not he's a just wrestler, coming in to be then- a- no, like, like eventually he will wrestle. But like, is he going to come in and not wrestle for a while? You know, and I kind of like I think they've sold us on him coming back, returning to the ring. Like, like this who, isn't wait, one whoa, of those whoa, things. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where, who sold us on that? The fact that they're, you know, in other th- in in interviews and stuff, like like even uh, Tony Khan is basically saying like people are hearing what they're hearing. You know, TN pointing to TNT executives hearing what they're hearing. For this isn't a, a I had this conversation. This isn't one of those situations in like the MCU where everyone was convinced. Mephisto is going to be there at the end of WandaVision and was disappointed at the end. Like everything there they are telling us fairly specifically is that CM Punk is going to be there on Friday night and he's going to wrestle pretty quickly. No one's telling us CM Punk is going to wrestle really quickly. I don't know who's telling you that. There was a report that he agreed to do, I want to say. I mean, hell, the TNT executives were saying we're excited to see him in the ring. Uh, There was a report about him agreeing to like 12 to 14 matches per year. Oh, interesting. I check. had not seen this. But know. again, this is not the show telling you this. This is No, 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 it's not the, it's, it, but it's everybody else. But they're not even they're not even saying his name on the show. So like, let's Well, they're right. saying chick magnet. They're saying well, I yes, they're, you know, they're best saying in the best world. in the world. Every, the I understand dr- that. But like they're not going to come out and announce immediately here's who CM Punk is going to face when they right. haven't oh, even no, put no, no. CM I, Punk on the show yet. I don't I don't mean to wrestle next week. Yes, I think he's going to he's going to show he's a wrestler very quickly and he's going to set up a match for November at the very, very latest. And I, I think that even that might be a stretch. You think that's quickly? Oh, I, what? No, 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 no. no, no. November I, is not I'd, quickly. I'd, I'd no, almost no, be I think that's very, very latest. It I wouldn't shock me if he was on All Out. Or, or or the New York show. I'd be almost stunned if he wasn't on either of those two. Um, like if that was the case. I mean, he's gonna be doing something at All Out. He'll be at All Out. But if like for whatever reason they decide, I, I mean, they're also telegraphing that he's got to have a match with Darby Allen, which is a weird bit too. Like that's also yeah. it's it's weird. I don't know exactly how they're going to go about doing it. Um, the the report was from Ringside News. They said, oh, then it did. Then don't stop. Why? Ringside News doesn't matter. Okay. Ringside News is, they legitimately make up things okay. constantly. Then we won't yep. go there. Then we'll leave it alone. That was who reported I, 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 I'm just suspicious, and this comes from nothing, but just I'm, I'm a little suspicious that he's going to come in and it's going to be like some kind of cock tease to get you to watch All Out. Like, you're not going to know anything on Friday, and he's going to say, I'll see you in Chicago the next time, and then he'll say something of of value <laughs> at that and then it'll be like this conti- I I think Aaron you're right I think I doubt he he wrestles at all until November and as and that's not quickly to me 
Well, like, I guess here's the question. As long as he's very clearly a... Like, if he stands around and doesn't wrestle, but is, like, in clear feuds with people, and it's very yeah, clearly leading I, I, to no, a match... No, definitely. Yeah, okay, definitely then, then, something like well, that. Well, then, yeah. then then they're bringing him in as a wrestler, and I, I'm okay with that. But, yeah. like, even Andrade came out for three weeks before he had a match. Like, I, you sure. think oh, yeah, no, I don't wrestling the second time he's on the show? I'd still be surprised. I'd still be surprised if it I, I, I think the I would say the Arthur Ashe show. Yeah, I'd be surprised if he hadn't wrestled by then at some point. But no, he doesn't have to wrestle. But he has to be at all out, of course. It'll just be interesting to see. All right, very good. Let's get some plugs in. Aaron, we start with you. Uh, yeah. Check wait, out. Wait, 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 wait. Hmm. Real quick. So Aaron and I are going to SummerSlam. Yes. Yeah, we are. Yes, you are. Um, we got very lucky, and well, we'll see how lucky we'll see. we got. <laughs> but I think we're going. We really- It'll be fun. Yeah. We're going. going to be in Vegas. Come see us. Yeah, if anybody's going to be there. And I also want to say the last time that I went to a SummerSlam was in 1995. Jeez. Do you know what the main event for that SummerSlam was? That would have been, was that? Uh, it's in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Was, oh. was that the, uh, the oh God, what, Mabel versus Michaels? Or D- you, was it Diesel or Michaels? You got the Mabel part. Yeah, Diesel versus, Diesel. so the card was Diesel versus Mabel. Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon in a ladder match, which was actually right, very rematch, good. Yeah. Bret Hart against Isaac Yankum, DDS. The Undertaker against Kama. Bertha Faye against Alundra Blaze. Barry Horowitz against Skip. The Smoking Guns against the Blue Brothers. Some young whippersnapper named Hunter Hearst Helmsley hmm. against Bob Holly. And Hakushi versus One Two Three Kid, which was also which a was pretty I was going to say that's one of the great like forgotten matches yeah. ever. That match, ruled. but that's a weird ass card. Oh, it's a one match card. It's, it's Michaels versus Jared, and then everything else. So twenty six years later, I'm happy to go to SummerSlam again. It'll be fun. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm. I I wish I could join you guys. Some family stuff got in the way, unfortunately. But um, I, I I I I I'm jealous. Um, I'd love to spend the weekend in Vegas. And um, we're also thinking about hitting up the Dolph Ziggler thing yeah. again. I, I was uh, going to say, if you guys, if you guys listen, we're probably going to be on Fremont street Friday night. We are going to most likely be at the Mandalay or at this, that part of the strip on Saturday afternoon before the show. Obviously we'll be at the show and then we're going to figure out from there what we're doing Saturday night. Very good. Very good. Enjoy your time. Hit the boys up on, uh, on Twitter and, and Aaron, this will allow you the opportunity to plug where they can hit you up on Twitter. Exactly. You can find me on Twitter at the Aoster. Of course, check out VEASAN.com. Listen to the nightcap with Tim Murray and our new co-host, Sean King, former Buccaneer Super Bowl winning quarterback, is part of the crew now. So check that out. 10 to 1 Eastern, 7 to 10 Pacific every night on VEASAN.com or anywhere on the VEASAN app or the uh, iHeartMedia app. Very good. And of course, uh, Brandon, uh, you got you got shows. You're doing shows again. We're doing shows. We had our first two shows. Um, we are now, uh, until October 1st, you have to show proof of the COVID vaccination or proof of a negative test within 72 hours of the show. Um, we just announced Stone Temple Pilots are coming on November 9th. Taram said uh, tickets on sale Friday. And uh, Ty Seagal and Freedom Band, it's not till next June. You got plenty of time on that one. Um, also, we had a show on sale can, can that was Newfound Glory. What, what is Stone Temple Pilots now? Just who? It's all of the original members except for the singer. Well, it's I mean, a different I, singer. I, I definitely know it's not the same singer, Brandon. I'm very aware of that. <laughs> well, everybody but, else is the same person. Who, it's so, the original members, the DeLeo brothers and right, the but, original but, like, drummer. Who sings for them now? A guy named Jeff Gutt. And mm-hmm. he's been in the band for a few years. Apparently, okay. the, the fans like him. Okay. So. That's, all, that's all I was asking. 
Brandon said. I think, he, I think Brandon he just said. Brandon shows. said it's not the same singer. Like I wasn't aware that Scott Weiland had died. Like by the way, that's not all I said. I said it's everyone except for the singer. What if there was a different I, that, guitar player? Why would I be asking the question if I wasn't aware that there was a different singer? <laughs> well, wouldn't you be well, upset if, if there was a different bassist? Oh, for God's this sake. is a band where people would be upset uh, if there was a different bassist or guitarist. So somewhat. Anyway, uh, we had a show with uh, Simple Plan with Newfound Glory and Simple Plan. And Simple Plan is no longer touring, so that show has turned into Newfound Glory and Less Than Jake. And it's October 9th. It's currently sold out, but I'm sure there'll be a few refunds, so you'll be able to get uh, a ticket if you want one. Uh, because Less Than Jake was no longer on, was not on the show previously, and they have a lot of fans in Baltimore. Um, and you can check out all those shows at RamsHeadLive.com or at RamsHeadLive on Instagram or Twitter. And I'm at Brandon Linton on Twitter. Hit us up if you're going to be in Vegas for SummerSlam. Very good. At Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter, glennclarkradio.com. For Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. Vent. 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 Vent, 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 vent. The lone lone wolf. (laughs) I was going to use that for the tag. Damn. Uh, This has been Jobbing Out. Jobbing out. But it's the lone wolf. Like, like he's a lone wolf because it's just him, but he also needs money, so it's like the lone wolf. Oh!